I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company, Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Shameless Sex Revolution. Don't forget to head on over to our website, shamelesssex.com, for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. Let me paint the picture for you. It is 80 degrees. We are outside. In our bathing suits. There are chimes in the background. It's very we relaxing. Two dogs. April's overheating. Her, not she, April's not. Her dog is. And he is in the shade. And we live in Santa Cruz where when it's 80 degrees, we're like, oh my God, it's 80 degrees. It's so hot outside. <laughs> well, everyone's used to about a, a balmy 73 here. Yeah. We don't really get seasons. We don't get extremes. It, the, I mean, sometimes it'll get in the 30s here in the winter, but we don't get snow. We never get really hot summer nights either. No, it it's always cools rare. down. It's yes. on the ocean. And we uh, also, I don't have air conditioning in my house. No one really. I no. mean, I don't want to say in general, I've never in any of the homes I've lived in in Santa Cruz had air conditioning. We don't you just need it. You open yeah. your windows and it's fine. But your house gets warm. That's why we can't be inside there right now. Well, we also trying to bronze. Also, <laughs> it, it would pretty much be like a sweat. Shop. Sweat Lodge? Sweat, lo- sweat Lodge, not shop. Sweat Shop? Yeah. Good, good are call. Are, are we making this little, are we working for Forever Puppy? We're going to put our dogs on Would you call it Forever Puppy One? Forever Puppy One. <laughs> A sweat shop for Forever Puppy One. Um, so, <laughs> everyone, we are, this is the picture of where we are and what we're doing. And so we're doing our intro from the great outdoors of Amy's backyard. Uh, it is post-Memorial Day weekend, and we are still doing two podcasts a week, and we're trying to figure out if we are going to keep doing that. We're basing it on shelter-in-place rules, and we still don't really know what that looks like. But I would like to invite, though, I'm really curious what you all think about two episodes a week. I think some of you are probably overwhelmed because you're like, that's a lot of episodes, and I have type A, and I want to listen to all of them. And some of you are probably like, I love it. So I want to invite anyone that has feedback to send us an email at info at shamelessx.com. Let us know what you think. We're thinking of going down to one episode a week sometime this June or July. Yeah. Um, but if like, we get a million emails, we're like, no, we want to, then we'll think about it and see There's what works There's also just so much information and podcasts out there. So yeah. we... I, I value and love this so much, but also if people don't have enough time to listen, then we would rather just space it out for you. Yeah, give you some time so you're not Thankful like, oh, I want to listen to every single one, everything you say. And we hope everyone's staying healthy and just kind of enjoying whatever they can from their shelter in place. Uh, I've heard some people are just, they're just over it and not honoring any of it anymore. Yeah. My friend was just in, I think she she said she was in, uh, Sacramento, and she's like, nobody's wearing any masks or anything. And I was like, oh, shit. All right. Yeah, my uh, mom's girlfriend, her partner, does, uh, um, she works at little fairs, and that's her, that's her business, and she has to travel to places like Sacramento and Arizona to do little fairs because they're actually open, and they're allowing for oh, yeah. people to cruise around still, I think, six feet away, but they're still allowing for that. So I mean, Florida bars are open, and... Caribbean yeah. just opened. Caribbean opened up. Yeah. Shout out to our friends in the Caribbean. Hey, friends in the Caribbean who I don't think are listening, but we love you. Maybe. <laughs> the Caribbean inspired me to like alcohol more. Do you know that there, there's like 3,000 downloads that we have now in Saudi Arabia? I just checked. Oh, yeah. It used to be like seven. Hey, Saudi Arabia. We love you. I know. India, we get a lot too. Hey, India. Oh, that. Yeah. We had an amazing. Um, we got a good email. There, yes. The email was like, I don't like India. I want to, you just sponsor me. I have long black cock or yeah. something. I was like, okay. I was wondering what sponsorship would look like. like and then, what, yeah, and, and will you sponsor me to come to your country? We have to read that. Yeah, that's a good one. The Should long, I read it right the, now? It's yes, right here. Yes. Okay. Because right. it is, uh, I laughed a little bit and 
thought gave them kudos for reaching out and I, li- I like that you're asking for. I'm wonder- I'm so curious what um, sponsorship looks like. So this person, I will keep their name anonymous. Is that I'm interested in work. I'm interested work with you long time. Your sponsorship me. I live in India. I hate Indian people. I not work in India. I'm work with you in you in your country. Sponsorship provide me. Please me your WhatsApp number. I'm chat with you in WhatsApp number. And um, so what is sponsorship? If you're, you're not, you're not going to read the rest of it. That was what the cock part. Oh shit! They sent a second email with a different yeah, thing. Yeah, that's oh, the no. one that I read, and oh, I was like, God. okay, because right. that would that one wasn't to me. That part wasn't too out out of the outrageous or oh. out of this. Oh if, yeah, how did I miss that part? All right, let's go grab that one. Okay, this one is that's 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 nice. Um, well, and I just want to say, if you are listening, because they might be listening, what does sponsorship look like? I want to know. I'm assuming it means. You come over here, and we pay for you to come over here? I guess. And like, how would that look, though? What does that look like? Where do you like? live? Because I, I don't have another bedroom. Uh, yeah, I don't... <laughs> No, I'm. I'm just. I just. I yeah. You know, and we welcome you. I don't want to make. I'm not trying to to mock, to mock this person. I'm just. Uh, yeah. No. I'm. I. I think that um, they. Uh, are, I wonder if they're listening to our podcast or are you well, on Instagram? I. I kind of. I don't want to say I love, but I do. Embrace when folks, especially when we're on Instagram Live too, and people say things like give us a live demo come on stick a cock in your mouth I'm like well we can't do that nor are we we're not in the industry of making porn we love porn and support it for entertainment value and we love uh I guess people that want to do that camp the cam industry we're on Instagram Live. We can't stick anything live. We're not uh, in the cam industry. No. Yeah, and, and then our. But it's it's also awesome to see the people that are also on Instagram Live that talk to those people. They're like, "Hey, stop being creepy. Like, just, you're being kind of creepy right now." And they're like, "Oh, I'm just kidding." But like, yeah, you still kind of. Did you find the rest of it? Yeah. Okay. So okay, I'm interested in this work, but I'm an Indian boy living in India. Please pro- sponsorship me. Long life. I'm working. I'm work in your company. My life dream. Long life would earn money. My height. Is, my age is. 30 my height is 59 my black cock long sub sponsor me after sponsorship i come to your country long life work in your company that's very sweet of you to think of of us and wanting to come and work for our company that's really nice for you and um i don't think that we can afford to sponsor you for a life here and um and i'm surprised he included his his height and his age and his I think that's just what people the do when there's the yeah. I mean, it's what you do like on dating profiles. You're like five nine and banging, <laughs> and you're like, all right, so. But we're not dating. Yeah, I don't we know. were to asked to create a dating app. That'd be cool on one of the Instagram lives. Oh yeah, coming to for you our listeners. Soon. Yes, we be matchmakers for our listeners. Hey, listeners, here's another opportunity to show us an email if you want us to become your matchmakers and yes. <laughs> hook you up with other listeners. So this episode episode is with Doctor. Lamia Gabal uh, on sex, aging, and regenerative and reconstructive urology. That's a mouthful. She's awesome, very informative. And and she also really breaks it down in a way that's not extremely difficult to understand. Yeah. It was really helpful information, and she was just wonderful. I also really like that she's from this Western medicine background. You know, it's actually reconstructive surgery. And she also talks about some holistic stuff, too, as as re- regarding everything as a whole system, which I really appreciate. She wasn't like, pop this pill and you're yeah. going to be fine. And that's do this all surgery. you need. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. a, it was uh, an entire, the, sh- the shifts that you can do to help you with your sexuality that isn't just seeing a specialist or a urologist. It's... It's a because it is. It's it, there's so many different uh, avenues that you can take to help you improve uh, with your sexuality if you if you're struggling. And seeing and listening to this is one part. And there's also awesome modern day technology in the medical world that people can choose to access. Should they? Gains wave, right? We Gaines talk about wave, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of different things that work. Susan with. Bratton, if you're listening, we Susan love Bratton, you. she got coronavirus. <gasps> I didn't know that. Her and Tim got coronavirus. No yeah, she's actually posting photos of herself getting her vitamin D therapy naked in her yard, although you can't see her breasts or anything, but she's um, she's in recovery mode. The vitamin D from her husband? Probably both. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, she calls him, yeah, Sir Tim. 
Um, I think he has a wonderful Aww. D. Well, sending her lots of love. Sending you lots of love, Susan Bren. She's been on our podcast two different times, and she is healing in her beautiful home in Mill Valley. We've stayed there for a night. I have her two. Address is set, no, five, 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 <laughs> five, five. She's naked in her yard as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Um, okay, so two announcements. Numero uno. So we always talk about how we would love for you to rate our podcast. And this helps our podcast get out there if you've never written a review about us. I know it can be kind of annoying. A lot of people are like, I don't really know how to... It's I don't think iTunes and a lot of the apps make it that easy. So there's an easy way for you to rate our podcast that doesn't involve the iTunes app that's confusing. Go to ratethispodcast.com backslash or just slash shameless sex and from there it's super easy one if you're not subscribed to our podcast click subscribe two you just easily click write a review write a review about us it helps us we love it we love five stars tell all of your friends that's april's dog barking but you know what he's saying write a review write a review go write them a review so if you haven't done it yet once again rate this podcast.com slash shameless sex we're gonna put this on pause while you go do it right now all right, good. We're You're back. done? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're back. It, it, yeah. it is true. It, on iTunes specifically, it's difficult to find out how to so rate yeah. anyone's podcast because I've, I've, I've actually done it for other friends and and uh, podcasts that I love, yeah. and it is not simple. No. So yeah. if you do need help, that's a good idea. And we love reading your reviews, and we love feedback. and We take it all into account. We do, and we absolutely love you all. I know we say that all the time, and I hope that you feel that and know that. We think about you and love you and hope that you love us too. We love you. One more announcement before we do a sex question. Uh, last minute, Daniel Molnar and I decided to do an online workshop for our Tantra in Motion workshops that we usually do in person. We just did a weekend retreat, but right before all the stuff with the virus. And uh, we before are moving coronavirus. it before coronavirus. And we're moving it online. It's a three week series. It starts June 4th. If you sign up by the 28th, what is that? Two days from the day this releases, you get a discount. It's only $90 per couple for a three week series. It's on Thursday night, starting June 4th. And it's all about spicing up your sex life, your connection through something called contact improv, but it's very tantric and also tantra. And, um, and it's not super woo wee. It's for everyone. Each and every one of you is whether you're feeling like we need to get creative on ways to connect with my partner because we're always together in quarantine and it's not feeling spicy too. We just want to really connect intimately in more juicy ways. What does that look like three weeks? Is it once a week? Or? Once a week on Thursday nights okay. from 5.30 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We're all on a live Zoom call and then you'll get practices and things. And it's experiential. So it's not just us talking. It's going to be fun things you can do together. Mm. Fully clothed but still sensual and probably right after the call you'll want to rip each other's clothes off. And Is it pretty open? with space or yep, you so you're, everyone oh perfect anyone and everyone globally so you, you will take as many people too as, so as, that's yeah. rare because if you do in-person oh, workshops have you have a limit yep. and, and it's not it's always full so yep. that's cool and we can always and then you'll see me on video like you'll we'll actually be hanging out is it going to be something that folks if the if it's like 3 a.m their time can they look at it later if they yep. sign up that will be recorded and you can always look at it later but you'll miss kind of the collaborative energy but yes they can look at it later so you don't have to be present for it i just think it'd be better if you are and if you can't you you can't if you want to learn more go to danielmolner.com d-a-n-i-e-l-m-o-l-l-n-e-r.com um, and you can learn more and you can sign up and again nice. sign up by the 28th what is that Thursday and you save ten dollars again. Only He's ninety bucks a, a couple for 90, three weeks. That's a, what a deal. That's and people are hopefully saving money and because a lot of folks aren't going out. It's and hard raging and restauranting. Maybe except if if you're in Florida or if you need to go raging and restauranting and eating those takeout orders. Well, we have a great sex question here that I think is it's it's long, so just bear with us. However, all of the information uh, that I will read from the question is really helpful because it is beautiful story and difficult. And so a lot of people probably have never heard I of haven't. this medical condition. No. So this is interesting. So, all right, let's do it. When I was 12, I realized there was probably something wrong with my vagina. I went to a general doctor and she brushed me away telling me it was only my hymen. When menstruation came at 13, I could not insert a tampon properly as it would be very painful. And if I was able to insert an extremely, extremely small sized one, I would still experience leakage. 
Fast forward three years of wearing only sanitary pads, and I'm still sitting in a, part in a practitioner nurse's office telling her that I believe I have a vaginal septum dividing my vagina in two. I want her to refer me to a specialized gynecologist, but she insists on examining me manually to make sure, in air quotes. Without any care or warning, she slips a gloved and lubricated finger, maybe two, inside of me, which provokes in distinct pain and cries from my then 16-year-old virgin self. I was right. I did have a vaginal septum, a.k.a. uterus didef didelphus, a.k.a. two uteruses. I then tell my friends I need to get the septum removed, which sparks a singular remark I will never forget. When they remove it, aren't you scared your vagina will be as loose as a cow's? Mm. Needless to say, this kind of stuck with me up until today. I am particularly aware that my vagina is different than others, but to what extent? Is it looser? I have never compared myself to another woman, although I have had a guy tell me it felt different. It also seems like a requirement in our society for women to be tight and to feel pressure to keep their vagina tight. It has truly been a concern and an insecurity for me in the past few years. A peculiar response from my body has, up until now, is to start crying when things get intense during manual pleasure or fingering. For my, sec for my first sexual experience post-op up till now, I have had trouble shaking off that response. It only recently dawned on me that it could be a trauma response to what happened with that rude practitioner nurse. I have also talked about this briefly with my current partner, but it has but it is frustrating for me when I tend to concentrate more on pain than pleasure, which leaves him wondering what he did wrong. Okay, should I see a sex expert or explore what works best with my current partner? What would you recommend? Please help. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Uh, geez. Oh, oh my oh, dog. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I, I just got sabotaged by my animal. Up, oh, still plugged in. All right, okay. we're going. We're going strong. God, he was on my lap and he just decided yeah, to almost just went downhill real quick. Jump real quick. Um, okay, there's a number of questions in here, but there's the one, uh, the first one. I'm particularly aware that my vagina is different than others, but to what extent is it looser? Um, in that, so there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of moving parts here. Um, there's the shame that, well, there's the physical trauma of having someone, when you're 16, insert their fingers into you very abruptly. Um, without permission, without too. Without permission, without slowness. And that's really startling, no matter what age you are, but especially if you've never had anything inside of you before. There's the friend saying, uh, are you worried that you're going to be loose as a cow? There's a lover saying, you do feel different. Um, so there's a lot of things there that are both like physio physiological trauma that is worthy of working on because the body there's that book the body keeps the score you know the body retains and remembers things that don't feel good or felt really painful that happened to us and then there's the mental emotional traumas or shame that comes up of people saying are you essentially are you worried that you're different or broken um, or maybe you are and so those are multiple pieces and I'm really happy that you're not that you experienced this but that you're looking at these parts of yourself these these moving parts I can't say yeah I mean you're we're all you're different we're all different um, and you are you are different from everyone else and, and just like my my vagina is different than April's parents she's got a shallow one with a <laughs> with a tilted uterus yours is tilted right Yes, uterus, yeah, I tilted do. uterus, which chain, which is different than you know than mine and um, our vaginal canals, and will be different from the next person, whether someone has a medical condition or not. Um, and I think just th so these are, I think acknowledging it, doing the work around it, ad you know, admitting it, um, our first steps in in uh, embracing the shame, talking about it, so it's not this closeted secret to know that we're all different. Yeah, we live in a society that says we should all have this perfectly tight pussy. And that's because of porn and the patriarchy. Sorry, patriarchy and uh, <laughs> different ideas of what people. And that's okay. And that's whatever. The the, the penis owning equivalent would be that all cocks should be rock hard. Pussies should be super tight. Penises should always be rock hard. They shouldn't change with age. They do. They shouldn't change with medical conditions. They do. It's just a part of it. Um, it's just a part of life. So, on on those pieces is 
Uh, I can't really say if you are looser or not because I don't know enough about this and April and I are not doctors. The piece that you're asking about in terms of the healing, what you should do, the first thought that came to mind for me was sexological body workers. We have done a number of episodes with sexological body workers that do hands-on healing to heal pain and trauma that is stored in your body. And they do it in a really clinical, gentle, consensual way. April and I have had sessions with um, various folks. One of the episodes we did was with Dolly. I think what she said was episode 102 or something mm -hmm. on vulva mapping. Um, I also did an episode and a session with River Drosera, who's on this podcast. If you go to, I think I want to say it's sexologicalbodywork.org, but look up sexological body workers and go to their website. You can find their directory for sexological body workers in your area. I know it's a tricky time because some people aren't seeing people in well, person. Also, uh, Dolly Josette PleasureMuse.com. She does online work. Now. She's also doing a. Sp we had oh, an yeah. Instagram live in June, and I believe this episode is going to air today. Today, yeah. which is uh, May twenty sixth, and so uh, in June she is doing a session where it is online. Mm -hmm. So I would, if you are listening, uh, her website to this PleasureMuse.com. Yes, and you can go look into that. It's I forgot what the, it's a series. That one's just for women. And then it's for it couples is, later. Yeah. yeah. And she also does sessions with people online, which will guide you to do your own healing with your own hands over a video call. But if you can see someone in person, that's helpful. And if you can't, she's online. But that's one April and I are really confident in their work because, yeah, there should you see someone, an expert? Yes, I would say you, you see that there's trauma, there's shame around what you've been told and then actually what's been done or happened to your body and... Uh, you're ready to let it go and release it and work through it. And the other interesting thing was they talked about pain and pleasure, it's focusing on the pain. We did that episode recently with Kat Nance on healing through pleasure. Um, and she has a disability and talks about how she was able to um, also kind of almost link pleasure and pain in her sexual experience. But part of it was taking uh, responsibility for her body and and reclaiming her body as opposed to letting other people decide what her experience was and what decisions she should make. That was another. That was a recent episode too. That was, and I would just love to add to this human. Thank you for sharing, and and I I give you just huge accolades for having the strength to share this and for wanting to receive some information to see of course what what can be done what's out there the good news is is that there's so many options and yes there is a time right now with this uh, pandemic that it's not easy to access some of the sexological body workers however the pain piece I'm wondering if a pelvic floor specialist also yeah. could help you because the pain piece uh, there are so many ways and a lot of times it it is something as simple as just a small shift with your brain of maybe you're, you're, and I'm not a doctor, as Amy said, and neither is Amy. Yeah. And I can attest to the fact that your brain is something that's in charge of perhaps like the, the clenching or the muscle or the, maybe you uh, were, something helped relieve the pain. So you, you tensed up your abdomen area in a certain way, which affected your pelvic floor. Either way, a doctor would also be helpful. And, and of course, someone that will, honor you and not just shove fingers inside of you with some lube. I vote for a vulva-owning pelvic floor specialist. Yes. Someone who understands their body, but they specialize in pelvic floor work. Yeah, because one of my really amazing girlfriends who had a baby had some serious pelvic floor trauma after having a baby and mm -hmm. sex was super painful for her and I'm only speaking because I spoke with her after that and was asking her about how sex was and she said after she listened to Amy and I's show with Dr. Sarah Tanza mm -hmm. about the pelvic floor health she uh, went to see a pelvic floor specialist and actually realized the reason that her sex was painful was because she was just, she ended up clenching. Ten, yeah, yeah clen like clenching. It's like, it's, like, it's like subconscious clenching. And as Amy and I have said so many times before, and as I will say to you this time as well, you are not broken. I had a, a labia that was torn, which is not the same. I thought I was broken for a long time and that people would see me or look at my vulva and think that something was wrong with me. And now that I was able to actually have a session with Dolly and then do a little bit of self-work and love my vulva and my vagina for how they are tilted and my uterus is tilted and my, my vagina is shallow, 
and I still am able to have pleasure and I, I know that it's possible for you too. So thank you for sharing mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully we give you some amazing resources that will really help you And just the, the, la- the last piece was uh, is with their partners that are, should I also explore what works best with my current partner? And I would say, yeah, yeah, and really advocate for your body. Go really slow. Let your, let your partner what, know what your body's going through and that every step of the way as you explore what feels good, anytime you feel pain, you stop, you slow down, you add more lube, you do something different, and you don't override your body to people, please, anyone as part. That, that in itself will heal if someone can show up for you in that way and you speak up for it. Also, if you're able to have external orgasms with your clitoris, that's something that that's still just as amazing. Yeah. If, if pain, if Doesn't you have to pain be from insertion, insertion. No. Yeah. no. So explore that. If, if the clitoral stimulation is something that helps you have pleasure and orgasm, fucking ride that wave. Ride that motherfucking ride wave. Ride that wave. Ride that wave. Thank you, listener. We love you. And yeah, sorry you've um, had such trauma in the medical system. A lot of people do. It's... Um, not cool and needs a lot of work. Um, okay, so uh, before we read a bio, I want to tell you a little something about something we love called Dipsy, which you've heard us talk about many times in this podcast. We are huge fans. My uh, clients, our listeners are fans as well. Dipsy is an app. It's an app-based program that has erotic short stories designed by women for women for you to get turned on anywhere you want to, wherever you want to, anytime you want to. A lot of folks are writing us and saying, I have a hard time connecting to my desire. Oh, my God, especially now during this whole thing that's going on. Um, And we are active players and getting in our turn on. And this app is super hot, sexy, and you can do it anytime, anywhere just for you. People ask me, and I know they ask you all the time, what can I do to help stimulate, you know, my my mood? I'm just not in the mood. And I'm like, dude, Dipsy is the best, and it's awesome. And I love the fact that I can listen to their hot erotic stories, but lately my partner and I have started listening to their erotic exercises. It helps us reconnect. We just press the play button, and then you get a little bit of guidance, and both of us have been able to get in the mood each time. And I'm just exploring more and more. There's lots of different, there's erotic meditation. They release things weekly, so lots of options. And good news for Shameless Sex listeners, you get a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash shameless. Again, that's 30 days totally free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash shameless. One more time, dipsystories.com slash shameless. I said slash, but slash shameless. All right, it's bio time. Bio time. Okay, so let's go back to Dr. Lamia Gabal. Dr. Lamia Gabal is a board-certified urologist who has been in practice in Southern California for over 20 years. She's the founder and president of Prestige Medical Group, which specializes in regenerative and reconstructive urology. She treats men and women for their most intimate wellness needs, including sexual dysfunction and incontinence. She and her associates truly enjoy helping individuals live fuller and healthier lives by enriching their sexual wellness. To learn more, please visit drgabal.com. That's D-R-G-A-B-A-L.com. But first... Flowers are blooming, the grass is growing, and it's time to mow your lawn. Thanks to our sponsor, Manscaped, you can trim the hedges below the belt safely and efficiently. Yes, folks, I'm talking about one of the best trimmers for your bits. Our guy friends and partners are huge fans of Manscaped's Perfect Package 3.0 kit, which comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer and a lot of other products to round out your manscaping routine. The trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents, so you are less likely to nick or snag any nuts. Inside the Perfect Package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant, and moisturizer. It's starting to get hot outside, and this is crucial so your balls stop sticking to your leg. Penis owners, it's time to step up your game. Penis admirers, you just discovered a great gift item for your lover. And our listeners get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHAMELESS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SHAMELESS. It's spring cleaning, baby, and your balls will thank you for it. Now, back to the show. All right, everyone, episode time. We are very excited about this episode. This is one that we were just talking about. We have never had a urologist on here, let alone a urologist that is a vulva owner, a a woman. So this is exciting. Um, And I'm sure um, that uh, Lamia 
Gabal. Did I say it right? Did Lamia. I do it right? Lamia. Sorry. Lamia Gabal. Dr. Lamia Gabal will explain to us also why there aren't a lot of, uh, well, not a lot of women in urology. Um, we always start with the same question for our listeners. How did you get to where you are today in the field of human sexuality and urology? So for me, um, I believe it or not, I did not grow up thinking I was going to be a urologist. Um, yeah, I had no idea what a urologist does. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, you know, I'm from Egypt. I was born in Cairo. And we came to this country. My parents brought us here when we were little kids, you know, for better opportunities for their children. So kind of always knew I was going to be a doctor growing up. And then um, third year of medical school, you, you do your rotations. And I had wanted plastic surgery and ENT. I thought those were the things that I'd be most interested in for surgery-wise. So then I got plastic surgery and urology. And I'm like, what the hell does urologist even do? I have no idea. I kept trying to give it away. No one would take it. And then thankfully, I, I stuck with it. I did it. It was my last rotation of third year, and I loved it because it's like super cool surgeries. Um, everyone kind of has to have a good sense of humor to do what I do. And there needed to be more women in urology. When I graduated my residency, it was 2001. And um, there was only 4% of board certified urologists were female at that point. Wow. And I think we're close to 9% now. We're close to 9%. So we're getting there. And it's still kind of an old boys club. And a lot of people think that, oh, you know, urologists are like a male gynecologist. But it's not it at all. I mean, um, like you said, I, I don't drive a Volvo. I have a Volva. And 50%, 50% of my patients have one. Actually, I should say 70% of my patients are female. Oh. Because, um, you know, women end up with a lot of urological issues. I have a subspecialty board certification as well in female pelvic medicine and reconstructive surgery. So I put stuff kind of back to where it's supposed to be um, when it all falls out after having a few babies. And so do a lot of reconstructive surgery. And I think many women would prefer talking to a female when it comes to certain things like incontinence and, you know, their vagina is turning inside out. Like that's something they may not feel comfortable talking to a man about. Um, So yeah, big, big portion of my practice is women. Um, There's a lot of men who feel more comfortable talking about these issues with women, you know, including erectile dysfunction, um, you know, sexuality in general, both male and female, I think um, many people feel more comfortable talking to a woman. We, we, it's a gross generalization, but we might be a little more empathetic. And, um, you know, I, I think that's what people want when they're talking about these things. Mm-hmm. It's interesting just from just a urology standpoint and being a woman, I agree. It is easier I think for, for, I can only speak for myself to talk about some of my, my pelvic floor issues with someone that would yes. probably know yes. more about it. But I've always had a, a penis owning gynecologist my entire life. And it has been so weird. And anyway, yeah. that is, I just wanted to tell you that because I felt Thank like you. you would enjoy knowing that about me. And Thank I, you. <laughs> I, I would love actually, you'd mentioned a little bit about putting things back in the right places yeah. when yeah. obviously when things happen with childbirth. And I yeah. would love if you could talk more about the regenerative and reconstructive urology um, points that we touched on a yeah. little bit. So it's so exciting, I think, to be in this field, and I think in medicine in general in this day and age, because um, after a while, you know, one penis kind of looks like another, one vagina kind of looks like another, and you do the same thing over and over. But it's fun to have these new and exciting things. And so I, I, both for my own benefit, as well as for my patients, like I try to stay on top of all these new things that are available in medicine. And um, I think the cosmetic industry was way ahead of us in terms of a lot of this stuff. And you guys have probably heard about like PRP and uh, you know the vampire facials, which that's a trademark, but um, you know, PRP is platelet-rich plasma where you're using, you're taking the patient's own blood, you spin it down, and then you have this small portion which is full of all these healing factors. And then, you know, for the for the facials um, or for the skin tightenings, and you make all these little holes in the face, and you add that those healing factors to the face and it helps to regenerate. Well, then we've taken that one step further. And in urology, we put it into the penis. It's called the P shot. I've actually been trained by Dr. Runnels. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys are familiar with him, but um, he's the, the founder or the inventor of P shot and O shot. And so the P shot for men, because it goes in the penis, and the O shot for women, because it goes into the G spot for orgasmic dysfunction. And what it is, is again, you're taking these healing factors 
in a, in a hugely concentrated fashion and you're putting them right where you want them to regenerate younger, healthier tissue. So that's, um, you know, collagen, elastin, blood vessels, again, like in the face, we do it all the time without even thinking. And, and so on in the genitals, it also lends itself not just with PRP, um, but we have something, uh, we have laser therapies for the vagina. And we also have uh, Gainswave, which is shockwaves mm-hmm. for the penis. And, and actually there's a lot of stuff going on right now, developing shockwaves for the clitoris and for female um, orgasmic dysfunction. But the laser therapy for the vagina is to help rebuild younger, healthier tissue, very similar, again, to the face. Like we get lasered all the time and it just, it, it's a low level cellular damage that then in rebuilding of younger, healthier tissue. And so when you do that in the vagina after menopause, it helps like to rebuild this, um, this barrier, this, this supple tissue that you lose after you lose estrogen, when you get older, everything gets dried out. Everything sags because it's thinner and it becomes more sensitive. And, and so the laser helps to rebuild those younger, healthier tissues. Um, and my, my patients, you know, it, and personally, I've had it done. It's, it's amazing. It helps for dryness, burning, itching, trouble with lubrication, pain with sex. You know, all those things can be made better with the laser if, if the issue is the integrity of the tissue. Um, you mentioned something about pelvic floor before. So sometimes that also uh, pelvic floor dysfunction can lead to pain with sex. So whenever I'm seeing a consult, I'll you know, when I see my patients, I talk to them about, and I'll examine them and, and explain that, it, you know, if we do think it's this issue, then, then this will help, but, you know, nothing's going to cure everything. And so, you know, we want to address what we really think is going to help you the most. But, um, so the laser helps to regenerate the vulvar tissues. It works incredibly well. And then Gainswave is a wonderful, wonderful treatment um, for erectile dysfunction. You can also combine it with the P-Shot. Because, um, you know, as urologists, we've used shockwaves for eons for over, oh gosh, I don't know, 40 years, well before me. Um, And that was uh, used for kidney stones, Mm. right? So we do external shockwaves on the kidney that, you know, in two directions, it blasts the kidney stones into teeny tiny little uh, Mm. sand-like particles. So then the patients, you know, the person can pass the stones. But what some very smart person realized, Dr. Gaines in Florida, um, he's actually an ER doctor, but he started applying this the, a lower energy of the same um, technology to the penis. And again, same idea as lasers, where it rebuilds younger, healthier tissue by creating this kind of low-level cellular damage. Mm. And in men, um, you know, when I'm seeing my patients, I tell them we can set the clock back 10 years. So in our guys who maybe you know need Viagra. Um, at lower doses, we can get them off the Viagra, really, with the Gaines wave and, and treatments. On my guys who have very severe erectile dysfunction, where maybe even you know the, the meds aren't working, well, then maybe we can get them to the point, especially if we include PRP, maybe then we can get them to the point where now the medications are working. And I mean, that's huge. It's huge for um, you know your sense of well-being. It's huge for people's relationships. It's I mean, it's just it's just truly amazing. And the fact that we can set back the clock mm-hmm. on these things. And again, the cosmetic surgeons, the dermatologists, they've been doing it for years, right? Mm-hmm. And now I think it, it's, it's nice that we've taken these technologies and applied them to sexual health. So one, one thing that comes to mind for me, so we're talking about kind of like sex and aging. Um, and so you're talking about like sensation yeah. changes, the tissues change, sex drive changes here too. Can you speak a little more about that? What are the solutions know about aging yeah. and sex drive and, and sensation? Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting because, um, you know, I see patients from, I, do, I see some pediatric patients, like kind of mostly teenagers and then um, all through 104, I think might be my oldest patient right now. Wow. So got, you know, we see completely the gamut. Of, and, and I never assume, you guys, because, you know, and, and, and it's sometimes a little awkward, especially if there's an older patient, like with their daughter in there or something. And I'll say, okay, daughter, you have to go like this, la, 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 la. Because I need to ask, you know, are you sexually active? And you'd be surprised. I mean, I have, I have 50-year-old couples, like, who wouldn't care if they didn't have sex again the rest of their life. And then I have 
you know, 90 somethings who are amazingly sexually active. I was like, I want to be you when I was the 104 year old sexually active. That's amazing. I don't know. She wasn't. I was like, I know. know. (laughs) She wasn't. But yeah, but I mean, there's so many things that are normal as we get older and I'm doing air quotes, but they don't, we don't have to accept those things. Right. Um, so it's, it's normal for boobs to sag as people get older, but do we accept that? No, we have breast augmentation and breast lifts. Um, it's normal for people's testosterone to go down as they get older. And you know what? That's men and women. And this is another thing that I'm learning so much about recently. I, I was recently trained in the bioidentical hormone uh, pelleting. And we offer that in our practice as well now because, um, you know, in 2002, there was this huge movement against hormones. And, you know, there was a very flawed studies that were, uh, it was the Women's Health Initiative back in 2002 that was published, very flawed. And they only looked at oral replacements um, of synthetic hormones. And the problem with that is whenever you take anything orally, it has to go through the liver and you get what's called the first pass effect and you get increase in inflammatory factors. Total body inflammation is bad. It causes cancers and heart attacks and strokes and, you know, and all those things. Um, and the synthetic hormones don't look like what we produce. What we produce um, endogenously or internally, what we produce, the, the plant hormones look so much more like what we produce endogenously. And so um, with the synthetic hormones, you do get um, an inflammatory byproduct, a metabolite at the end that also causes more inflammation. And that's why those things are so dangerous. When you do the bioidentical hormone replacements that are not um, ingested, they are put into, you know, into the fat actually by a little injection once every few months. Um, and it slowly releases, then it kind of mimics more what your body makes when you were younger. And when we talk about um, the normal aging process, right? Again, doing air, cro- air quotes, it's normal for a woman to lose all her estrogen as she gets older, as she goes through menopause. And estrogen is in charge of so many things as a woman, including, um, you know, libido, sense of well being. Um, you know, the, the, what our hair and our skin and our vaginas, you know, all feel and look like all of that. A lot of that is contributed to by estrogen for men and women, though, we have normal amounts of testosterone, you know, that happens in higher numbers when we're younger. So if you look at the male normal testosterone levels, the normal range from a lab is 250 to 1100. So I might see a guy in his forties who has 400 right? And 400 would have been normal. You know, it might be normal for 17. It was closer to 1100. So now we're talking about optimizing hormones, not having to accept, you know, what's normal as we get older. Because, um, because testosterone in both men and women is in charge of muscle mass to fat ratio. Um, libido, sense of well-being. Um, there's so many other things like energy level. And now we know that if you are able to optimize these hormones to a certain level, now you're protecting the heart against Alzheimer's. If you get to these um, these optimized levels of estrogen and testosterone in women and testosterone in men. And so um, clitoral sensation as well as female sensation can be affected by low testosterone as men get as men and women get older and so that's one of the benefits of replacing of optimizing testosterone in both men and women is it leads to enhanced sexual enjoyment enhanced sexual function mm-hmm. and a little thing that i just learned that i should have known as a urologist i didn't realize that in women um testosterone is actually measured in higher amounts than estrogen in women normally when we're younger. And I never, you know, when you, when you realize that the concentrations that they're measured at, actually women normally have higher amounts of testosterone than estrogen in their bloodstream. So, um, and when you lose your testosterone going through menopause, that's what causes hot flashes and mood swings and irritability and this cloud, you know, this fogginess and stuff. So, 
um, it's just, it's so helpful to be able to optimize these, um, these hormones because it takes you, again, it takes you back to a time where sex was more enjoyable. You didn't have the mood swings. You were able to think more clearly, you know, all those, all those things. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is made possible by OMGS.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that teaches you all about how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made tasteful and inspiring short videos to show you techniques on how to pleasure yourself or another vulva. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and has changed their lives. So for all you vulva owners or vulva lovers out there who may already be having good orgasms and you want to take it to the next level, or perhaps you want to explore more variety in your playtime, OMGS will have something just for you. With two seasons, one all about internal and the other all about external techniques, it's better than any book or DVD money can buy. To learn more, visit omgs.com backslash shameless. Our listeners get $5 off. Check it out. This podcast was also made possible by Uber Lube. It's a luxurious silicone lubricant great for all kinds of sex. It's less likely to throw off the pH than most other lubes. And there are hundreds of doctors who recommend Uber Lube to their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter or for folks who are experiencing dryness. You never knew lube could be this good. So whether you're an avid lube lover or you've never used lube before, Uber Lube is right for you. It has no flavor, no scent, and feels absolutely amazing on the body. Uber Lube has endless uses. I use it to tame my hair frizzies, to prevent chafing, and I even put some in my mouth right before an oral sex session, and it totally ups my blowjob game. Oh, and the bottle, it's gorgeous. It's totally discreet and looks more like a beautiful cosmetic product, so you can even leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com. Use code SHAMELESSSEX and you get 10% off and free shipping. That's uberlube.com. Go check it out. And now back to the show. And I think that's a great um, entry point to my question because sexual, and I don't like to say issues, but there can be challenges at any age, right? With some, some of what your body does, even when you're in your twenties and thirties, I'm 37, my body's doing some crazy shit right now in your forties. So it's not necessarily just this, this menopause age, or if you're 60 plus, or, uh, there could be, um, I I would love if you could just maybe touch on some of the maybe more common issues that people folks in their twenties and thirties and forties. You know, what a lot of people don't realize, um, especially younger women in their 20s and 30s, that birth control can wreak havoc with your hormonal access and um, your hormonal axis. And so um, there's a lot of vaginal issues that happen when you're on birth control because not only is it blocking your estrogen and your ability to cycle, but now you're no longer producing testosterone. So one of the ways that birth control works is, first of all, it makes you not want to have sex. It affects your libido. Secondly, um, it makes your vagina dry and it can give you more pain, um, vulvodynia, you know, uh, vaginal pain, vulva vestibulitis, super common um, in younger women because if they're on birth control, it's actually the lack of both estrogen and testosterone. Mm. So by putting an estrogen testosterone cream on the clitoris, on the vulva, it can help a lot with those vulvar issues in women, you know, who are younger. Pelvic floor dysfunction is something that happens um, in women and men, actually, kind of throughout the ages. I tend to see it more in younger patients. It's interesting, more in their maybe 30s and 40s, kind of type A, very driven. You know, we say people who are like kind of high, more sphincter tone, right? Mm-hmm. And it's literally because the pelvic floors are the pelvic floor muscles squeezing and it's hard to pee, it's hard to poop, it's hard to get a penis, you know, into the vagina because those muscles are so in spasm. And that, of course, can affect, you know, the enjoyment of sex. And then, um, you know, when you have a bunch of, when you have kids, you know, running around, that can definitely dampen your libido. So there's a certain age group where couples, you know, it's difficult for them to keep their sex life alive because of that. And then, um, you know, just as the kids are kind of leaving the house, when most people, mine are, mine are young because I started late, but when most people are kind of in their 50s and 60s and the kids are all leaving the house, well, then now they're dealing with, oh my God, I don't want to have sex because you know my testosterone's low or my estrogen's low. 
And, um, and then what else do you have to do? This is one reason why in the pandemic right now, I'm really working hard to fix men's erections and women's vaginas because they're at home and like, there's nothing else to do. I want mm-hmm. them to have good sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's good endorphins so, that come from that too. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so much, mm-hmm. so much, so much, but there's some common themes that go throughout the ages. And then, um, but then definitely as we get older, the hormonal changes are, are huge. Do you have any tips? So we're talking about, you know, all, the, all these therapies that people can pursue, but do you have any tips for folks um, who might be experiencing some of these sexual issues that they can do right now that, you know, that isn't related to going to doing, um, to going to doing thera- therapeutic practices with someone or going to doing surgery or, or various things like that, like that they can do yeah. at home right now, obviously like if you're on birth control, get off the birth control. If it yes. applies to your life, not everyone can yes. do that. Um, but anything else that can help to um, improve their sexual vigor as they yes. age? Yes. Yes, I tell all my patients, whatever you do that's heart healthy is going to be penis and vagina healthy because really it comes down to full body, total body inflammation and blood flow, right? So if you're overweight, you know, the, um, that is going to not only affect your psyche and your sense of well-being, but it affects how your organs function. It causes increased total body inflammation. So losing weight, eating healthy, eating antioxidants, you know, I tell my patients to eat kind of across the rainbow of colors of foods that are um, that are antioxidant and healthy. Again, think about what you would do for your heart. Mm-hmm. It's the same for your genitals. And it also is protective against cancers. Um, we know colon cancer, prostate cancer, even breast cancer, total body inflammation increases, um, you know, increases the chances for all those bad things. So getting outside, getting sunlight, I mean, it's super um, seasonal affective disorder, you know, is a real thing. And if you're stuck inside all day um, and you're not really getting any sunlight, that, that's hard. It's, it's hard on your psyche, on, on your brain. So to get out at least for about, you know, 30 uh, minutes or an hour a day and get some sunlight and get some exercise, mm-hmm. it's good for your brain. Um, it's good for your libido. It releases those endorphins, right? If we're out there exercising as well. Exercise is so good for sex drive. Um, It's kind of a vicious cycle too, because then, um, or a good cycle, I should say, if you're exercising, you're feeling better about yourself then you're going to want to have more sex. Mm -hmm. And then it's like this wonderful, that's a good cycle. That's not a good cycle we want to be in. Yeah, yeah. 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 So those are things that you can do Mm -hmm. even, you know, during a pandemic, if you didn't want to get out to yeah, it's a, your doctor. The, the vicious cycle is when people feel like, you know, I think that's happening in the pandemic right now. They feel like really low and stuck. And so they don't have, they don't have the motivation to get outside and yeah. get the exercise and have the sex. And, and so I think yeah. in or that it's too cold for, for some people yeah. outside yes. right now, right. Yeah. We're lucky to live in California. I know it can be challenging, yes. but there's so many app based like workout programs. You can do 10 minutes, yes. right. When mm-hmm. the kids are taking a nap mm-hmm. and just do a, a, a like, it doesn't even have to be extremely difficult you can just do a some jumping jacks and some i don't know no absolutely it gets your blood flow going and it gets those endorphins going Mm -hmm. and even yoga and meditation i mean i tell my patients all the time um you know to clear their brains because like this is this i'm pointing to my my brain Mm -hmm. this is the biggest sexual organ that we have and if things aren't okay up here they're not going to be okay down there Mm -hmm. and so it's super important to make sure that like because Yoga is not only, I think, great cardio and, um, you know, and it's really good exercise, muscle toning, but it's, um, it's great for your brain as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're preaching to the choir yeah. over here. Yeah. Yeah. Just think if I don't do yoga, I'm going to yeah. lose it. I mean, I get you. Awesome. I, I'm like that with my weight training. Cause I like to be yeah. beefed up, you know, she is. Yeah. Beefed <laughs> up. I was looking at her today. I'm like, damn, co- you're, the like, you're COVID ripped. Like, yeah. You're yeah. COVID ripped. Yeah. She's COVID ripped. Yeah, over so here. My fiance, yeah, we have, we just moved into our home not that long ago. It was um, before all the craziness. And one of the things that he really wanted was a gym. And I was like, no one's going to use it. You know, uh-huh. I go out and do my thing. You know, well, whatever. I'm so oh, grateful yeah. Yeah. that Dying. we have our staff right now. I'm like dying, I have to tell you, without the gym. But I have like two sets of weights that I've, are saving. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. I just have my app that I've been using. And, and for folks out there that yeah. maybe feel like they, they aren't able to go outside and run or because it's cold, yeah. it is cold some yeah. places. And, in some and places. you can do that inside thing. It's it's. 
this is a strange time, but it, you, I like that you said, take advantage of that and yes. sort of practice that balance and the healthy diet, even though I want to make all the chocolate chip cookies and eat them all <laughs> in the I world. Exactly. <laughs> I ate so much cookie dough the other day. I made myself sick and I was like, oh, but the good news about that. That's okay. Wanna- give yourself Give yourself some grace. Even yeah. if you do that, that's okay. It's a yeah. crazy time. Hey, you but, know what? Sometimes, sometimes you just got to indulge. Anyway, sorry. Exactly. Uh, I, exactly. I like how, how the approach, because we're talking about some ther- therapies that are, you know, obviously they're like, they're, you know, you go in and you have these, you know, various procedures and things done, um, which is available. And like, thank goodness for the technology that we have, not just for these kind of reconstructive and regenerative surgeries or, or, or not just surgeries, but, um, uh, uh, processes that are available, but we have such amazing medical technology for all kinds of other things to keep us you know, healthy. But you're also coming from a holistic approach, which I really like too. I think that's all, a lot of people put them in separate categories. If someone's recommending, you know, to go do gains wave, then they must not take into this holistic approach. Um, but I, but I like that where it's, it, all of it counts, right? It's like, here's the things that you can do now that's preventative that cause with, it's yeah. all connected mind, body, spirit, yeah. It's that it your really genitals is. to your heart to your brain, and here's these other things that are available that we now have the technology for. Should you choose to take it? So I don't even call it like alternative medicine. I call it complementary. Right? Mm, I love that. It's yeah. complementary medicine. And when I, I have to say, when you're trained in the Western mentality of medicine, you come. I mean, I went to undergrad UCI. I went to medical school at UC San Diego. I did residency in UC San Diego. And, you know, you come out of your training thinking this is, there's one way to do everything. This is the way to do it. That's the only way to do anything. And then after almost 20 years in practice, you know, you learn things. You learn things from your patients. You learn things from new technologies. You learn things that, you know, things that honestly I used to poo-poo that I look at now and I'm like, well, you know, acupuncture. Wow, look at that. I mean, the Chinese have been around for thousands of years. They kind of know something that's working, right? (laughs) So we integrate that into our practice and, and, and it works. And the other thing that I think is super interesting is that um, the more we learn about DNA and about how every person's DNA responds differently to different things, then I think eventually we're going to be able to tailor and say, okay, maybe for you acupuncture is good, but for you meditation is better. And you know, these are foods that are okay for you. I, I, I so used to poo-poo these things. And my patients would come to me with these long lists from their allergists and like, I'm allergic to these things. I'm like, there's no way you're allergic to these things. You, you wouldn't be alive. But now what we're learning is just, it's just how they process these things. It's how their body does or doesn't process these things. And then again, I think the common denominator is total body inflammation Mm -hmm. and, um, and to decrease that total body inflammation. If that means for you, you know, not eating gluten and eating cleaner, you know, then, then so be it because you feel better and that's how your body responds. And I think as we get older, I should say, as medicine advances, we're going to know much, much more about that down to the DNA level, mm. you know? And even when it comes to this stupid virus that we're all dealing with right now, why do some people feel like it's a cold and others die, you know, from overwhelming viral sepsis? I mean, it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and it's just, it is something that that hopefully we'll be able to learn why different people's bodies respond differently to different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I love all, uh, like, I feel like you're speaking my language. I would want you in, in, on my board of my health <laughs> directors because you. you're a really incredible human. And so if mm-hmm. I or anyone out there wanted to work with you, how yes. can they find you? Are you, cause I know you're in Southern California. Do you work with people yes. only in California? Can you just talk about that a little bit? No, after? I mean, I'd love to, you know, now one of the better things, you know, I try to look at the positives, right? Everything, everything has a silver lining. And I think one of the best things that's come out of this is that telemedicine Mm -hmm. is here to stay. Mm -hmm. And um, it took a long time for the medical community to really accept that we can do stuff, you know, uh, by telemedicine. But now, I mean, it opens up this whole new world, literally, to patients being able to seek care from specialists around the world um, without actually having to travel there. So Except I have if a it glitches out right before you're giving them a diagnosis. <laughs> you're like, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. and like, exactly. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it doesn't do that. Yeah. I know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, my website is www.drgabal.com, D-R-G-A-B-A-L.com. But my practice now is Prestige Medical Group, and there's four of us who are providers there, and we're all women. 
me and another urologist, Dr. Trofimenko, and then um, my nurse practitioner and my PA. They're also amazing. And so, um, and I have an all-female staff. And again, not that we're, you know, we welcome men as well. Um, but I just think that that is a different environment than most urology practices. Mm-hmm. And some people feel more comfortable with that. So we're, yeah, you can get us online and, and um, look at all the cool things that we do and, and request an appointment if that's what you need. I just only mentioned the glitching out because we both turned into robots. And then yeah. I, but the funny thing with our Zoom, it's that it'll cut out for a minute and then it'll make you talk really, really fast afterward and yep. to catch up. Yeah. And it's so funny. so funny. And I still, I still am so thankful that yeah. we have all these tools. And yeah. especially since yes. people can actually yes. reach you even if they're in Nebraska, right? Mm-hmm. That's yes. really great. It's so amazing. Uh, yeah. thank you for sharing what you're doing in your medicine and your, in your holistic approach to helping people maintain their sexuality, no matter what age or uh, stage they're in. Dr. Me. I'm actually, I'm really honored to be on your show. So oh, your podcast. I appreciate it. Thank We're you. honored to have you. Yeah, and you. if you are shameless sex listener, love wine as much as Amy does. I mean, just Amy. <laughs> just I, me. I, April I, does not like wine. Every listener is like, Bullshit. I'm not shaming <laughs> Amy for wine drinking because I do participate in that. It's good for your health, right, doctor? No, I'm <laughs> Absolutely. In moderation. In moderation. Everything in moderation. moderation. Yeah, yeah. We've been huge fans of Margins Wine because it's boutique, beautiful, small batched wine that she just does such an incredible job with. And if you want to experience Margins Wine, go to marginswine.com. We have some discount codes to offer you when you buy six or 12. So check it out. We Three or six every three time. Three or six or 52 <laughs> bottles. <laughs> I'm going to send Amy to you, uh, to your house to deliver the bottles if you buy 52 bottles. Oh my God, in Nebraska. <laughs> I obviously maybe drank one too many glasses today, Amy. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you for being part of this shameless sex revolution. We'll see you next Tuesday. We love you. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.